0: Sefer Vayikra, Parshat Emor, on sanctifying God's name. In Parshat Emor, we come across the concept of a chilo Hashem and a kiddush Hashem, a desecration or sanctification of God's name. It says in Leviticus chapter 22, You shall not profane my holy name, that I may be sanctified in the midst of the Israelite people. I, the Lord, who sanctify you, I who brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God, I, the Lord. Normally, we think of a kiddush Hashem occurring when someone who is publicly identified as Jewish does something noble, virtuous, or inspiring, especially when Gentiles notice both the act and the person's Jewishness, seeing the connection between God and the good the person does in the world. The public element is also true of the chilo Hashem, a denigration of God's name, which happens when a Jew does something disgusting or immoral and it's noticed publicly and in connection with the perpetrator's Jewish identity. However, we see in this parsha that a kiddush Hashem in the Torah is primarily about God's name being sanctified, quote, in the midst of the Israelite people. It's first and foremost for Jews to see. Nonetheless, the concept of chilo Hashem applies to Gentiles as well when they expect Jews to act better. A chilo Hashem can be done in something as simple as gossiping. Rabbi Yisrael Meir Kagan, known as the Chafetz Chaim, after his famous work on evil speech, says that Lashon Hara is a major way in which people desecrate God's name. He writes, the speaker and the receiver of Lashon Hara, evil speech, also transgress the, the verse, and you shall not profane my holy name, in that there is no lust or physical pleasure to cause his Yetzir to intensify itself over him so that this sin is regarded as rebellion and blatant divesting oneself of the yoke of heaven, and he profanes the name of heaven thereby. The Chabad Chaim says that there is nothing even to be gained by Lashon Hara, which makes it an unadulterated abandonment of God's will. He goes on, This profanes God's name, even in the instance of a plain Jew. How much more so in the instance of a man of eminence, whom they all look up to for guidance, spe- when speaking Lashon Hara, where the name of heaven is certainly profaned. And how much more so, if this sin were committed in public, would it be extremely grave? The transgressor would be co- called a desecrator of the name of God in public. The medieval rabbi Moses Mikotsi, known as the Smug says that the way we behave to the outside world is seen as a reflection of our religion. He explains in his Sefer Mitzvot Gadol, Great Book of Commandments. It is fitting for the Jewish people to separate themselves from the vanities of the world and grasp the seal of God, meaning truth, and that they should not lie to Jews or to Gentiles, nor cheat them in any way, and to sanctify themselves with that which is permitted to them. As it says in the book of Zephaniah, the remnant of Israel will not speak falsehood and there will be not found in their mouths a language of trickery. And when God will come to redeem them, they will say, he acted justly for they are people of truth and the Torah of truth is in their mouths. But if they will act with trickery toward the Gentiles, they will say, look what God did. God chose as God share thieves and crooks. The idea here is that as Jews, whether we like it or not, we represent God's values, and that ought to be a form of motivation for how we act in the world. There's a reason why we feel particular pain in hearing a fraud committed by Jews like Bernie Madoff, or why we'll take pride in, for example, Sandy Koufax's sitting out for the World Series on Yom Kippur. In a less g- glamorous but equally inspiring example, there's the late Jewish businessman, Aaron Feuerstein, who, after his textile factory burned down in 1995, went on paying the 1,400 employees, despite them having nowhere to work. This earned him the nickname Mench of Malden Mills. Unfortunately, we have a long history of needing to use the term Kiddush Hashem to describe martyrdom. Dying for being Jewish is among the most powerful ways a person can honor God. And this usage is justified by the Jewish tradition. Maimonides point out points out That while, yes, as a rule, the commandments are there for us to live by rather than die by, there are some things, such as avoiding idolatry, worth dying for. At the same time, I believe we should also take ownership of the notion of the Kiddush Hashem in affirming life. Jews have died and continue to die in the name of God, and I believe the only path forward is for us to also live in the name of God, to affirm the preciousness and the holiness of life in the way we will live. We must show the world what a noble cause it is that our fellow Jews have died for. Rabbi Yosef Shalom Eliyoshif once commented that every generation possesses a mitzvah that is especially significant for its time. The mitzvah of our day, he said, is to let the name of heaven become beloved through you. It is one thing to avoid the activities we know to be sinful that we know will make Judaism look bad and hypocritical. But we should also be asking ourselves, who is the person I wish to be seen as in the world? What are the positive stories we tell about our parents, grandparents, siblings, and friends? How can we seek to be like the best versions of these people? We often think of it as being a a difficult task to be a Jew. I think in our time, we have a duty to challenge cynicism and nihilism, to show the world that being a Jew is a wonderful way to live and that indeed, All people should strive each day to fulfill their unique moral potential. Shabbat Shalom.